you were listening to the halftime subs. Literally. Oh god. Let's fucking go. Now here are your hosts, Brett, Curtis, and Ty. Owen, listener discretion is advised. What is going on, world, and welcome back to the Halftime Subs. You can check us out on Anchor, Spotify, Samsung Podcast, Google Podcast. You can also hit us up on all social media, at Halftime Subs, on any, any platform you choose. Guys, we are coming in hot like a charity donation from Brett Favre. Or, <laughs> or, or, or a, a punch from Draymond, uh, a tweet from Kanye, you know, whatever you want to say, you know, that's what we coming in hot like. Oh, a hit from Devontae Adams. Mm. Did we get that on camera though? Oh yeah. Hey, what about the hit from Bobby Wagner on the dude that was like the pink smoke thing? Okay, oh. I, I, do y'all know the 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 story behind that? Uh, it was a gender reveal. And, oh. and he had a daughter, and he was running. I guess the I guess it was uh, his brother, or whatever. And he ran on the field with the smoke bomb, and it was pink. And they, I don't, I don't know if there's a video for them like having the reaction of it, but I think I thought it was dope. No, Check it out. Bobby did kill him though. If you <laughs> run onto the field on a at an NFL football game, college football game, high school football game, you run onto the field. You lose your rights. You're going to get smoked because these dudes don't know what you got in your hand. They don't know what's going on. You're going to get drilled. Oh, That's just like the, uh, Bobby was like, Bobby's going to plead the case of he didn't know what the dude had. Da, 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 da. It's not pleading so, a case. So that's what happened. Like, bro, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the case that it would be if the dude tried to sue or anything like that. That's just like the girl in Tampa. I'm about to say that. The son, did you see this in, in the, at the Bucks game? No. He was, what, 13? Yeah, yeah. 13-year-old kid. She allowed her 13-year-old son to hop the gate and jump onto the field, and he got smoked. Yep. And then was trying to find ways to justify why it's okay that he jumped on the field. No. He deserved to get smoked. Oh, they, they laughed about it, the, the security guard stuff. They laughed. They're like, oh, bro, you're young. Like, at first, like, like, at first they this? looked, everybody was like, Oh, like that looks like somebody's just old. They're just short, and then everybody's like, "Oh, it's just a kid." Yeah, kid got smoked. That sucks. The facts. But that's my point, though. If you jump onto the field, like, okay, like on but any the last level. person on that field you wanted to hit you, hit you. That's true. Outside of Aaron Donald. Now I will say this: <laughs> yeah. post game, your team like college, okay? Post game, big upset, storm field. I'm okay with that, actually. I like I'm I'm cool with that. I the simple down the fact goals. that you... I'm cool with that. <laughs> Whoa! But if you in the middle of the game you stop the game because you want to go streaking or you think you're funny, and you get drilled, you deserved every bit of that hit. And I'm gonna be mad at you because they're not gonna show it on TV. I know they don't show it. Remember how they used to show it? Yeah. They used to, and now they're like, oh, we're and not then, gonna give these people TV time. And I'm over here like, no, give these give people, people TV time. Oh my god. You ain't gotta show the a camera, space. The camera frame just stays where it is. It could be like on the empty end zone, and they're on the other end zone. I, I don't even care if it's like the old school like techno bowl video game where it's on top. Right. Don't show his face or nothing. Just let us see the hit. Let us see the. Oh my god. You know that's all we want to see. When you see the picture. It looked like Bobby killed him. He did. It yeah, looks like, like he did. That's what we want to see. We don't. We don't want to see that. He stuff. posed right after, like, it's a girl. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. The Brett Favre thing is weird, guys. Like, uh, yeah, I'm not fully understanding, but I do know that he took some money that was for, like, charity and for kids and stuff like that, and then he gave it to his college alma mater. Favre said, and, keeps. bro, there's some... But no one's, yeah, t- but no yeah, one's talking did. about it. Nah, that's... It's, and it's, it's, it's weird. It's almost like they're almost scared to touch the topic, you know? He threw the touchdowns. They talked about it for, like, a week. Yeah, but... <laughs> Is that not anything worse than what we've seen from other athletes? Sort of like where it's like frontline news Tom and they Brady they nauseated. He can do whatever he wants and get away with it. 
What? And then now, Brett Favre's doing the same thing. Whoa. When did Tom Brady ever do that? Even with the calls now. He, but you got to think, bro. Uh, I agree with Brady because I was on the other side of that at uh, one point in time. And he said, I don't throw the flag. So you can't be mad at Brady. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Like, Brady doesn't throw the flag. The NFL has to hire refs that are actually. What was worse? The Chiefs Raiders game last night? Or was it the Brady call? Which one was worse? Oh, no. They were were up like the Ravens. The Raiders game was kind of bad. They were up like like the Ravens. Yeah, but that, that. That rough in the passer penalty. Which one was worse? Was it the Bucks game rough in the passer? Oh, Brady, see, I didn't see that. Or was one. it the Chiefs on on I think Mahomes? It was the, I think it was the Chiefs on home. Because that one, that that Mahomes penalty was bad. Don't get me wrong, the Brady one wasn't very good either. But that Mahomes penalty was. Oh, yeah. But they bad. had a show with the Brady one that it had happened to the other quarterback uh, a couple of plays earlier than that. But it was like it wasn't called. So it was like. I feel like you know, when we do stuff like that's that. That's how Nike's brother felt. Because he was like, at the game when it happened. Okay, when we make arguments, well, it happened to this guy. I feel like we're a six-year-old trying to make an argument. But, Dad, my brother did this. Okay, but I didn't see your brother do it. I just saw you do it. So yeah, you yeah. in trouble. You sound like uh, your kid. So and I feel like that. that's exactly <laughs> what that happened. Like like that's my entire <laughs> house. Yeah, it's just like a speed trap. The first yeah. guy speeding don't get caught and you get caught. You, get you, caught. Were still you were still speeding. You were still speeding, yeah. Officer, why were you speeding? Well, I was trying to keep up with him, officer. I was going with the flow of traffic. That's my excuse every time. I was going with the flow of traffic. <laughs> I always tell him, like, I actually. All right, so. All right, we're about to get off sports. Good point. We're about to get off sports for a second. I got pulled over once, and the officer goes, son, you know I pulled you over. And I said, I guess. And he goes, son, why were you speeding so fast? And I was like, officer, I was at my girlfriend's house, and she said I better get out of here fast. And I jumped in the car and took off. And he started laughing at me. And he was like, he was like man, just don't do it again. And he just walked away. He's like, just don't do it again. And I was like, Yes. That's a, oh man! But that so, is to me like when they're like, "Well, my quarterback got this, man." So mm-hmm. like, and it didn't get caught. Uh, yeah, once like, you get and, away with it, it's cool. Yeah, yeah. I will oh, say no, this: no. the referees need to be held more accountable, and they have been really yeah, bad this year. Some of the officiating has been. Really I do bad. agree what Dean said in the um, league chat today or yesterday. It was he was like, maybe they should get refs on their actual payroll instead they of doing should. A third party. It's like I kind of agree with that. I think that would help it's out. It's weird. And ever since they switched to refs, we've had nothing but issues over the past couple mm-hmm. of years. And it's it's small it's small things. Like you would think that they could just make a switch and be like, okay, cool. You you've seen this fuck up for the past two, three years. Let's take a step back and get go better. back and get, get better. better. But then like they the have new concussion protocol. The new concussion protocol went into um fact right after the whole tour incident. I don't so, listen. Yo, I on, Tua feel got, bad because Tua, they Tua, told bro. they said he has no timetable of returning. That's a whole. But that's what I'm saying. The instrument of that and how we got better with that, we need to do the same thing with the refs. All right, I have a question on that. Tua obviously was concussed the week before, right? Yeah, it All happened right, and, twice and, in the same and, week. And the and the doctor cleared him to go back out there, right? Yeah. So it's not really on Tua. I mean, Tua's telling him. Hey, I'm gonna think I'm okay, but the doctor should be able to diagnose. Like, hey, listen, bro, you're not okay. Right, yeah, you're not um, good. You're okay, not so good. here's my question to that. I know he got fired. The guy that did that with the yeah. doctor, he, I know yeah, he got they, fired. They broke. They broke all. Okay. all love should, with the NFLPA as well. Okay, should that guy get held accountable in some type of way outside of firing? Because to me, that's almost negligence. Like, I feel like Tua has yeah, a case right you, now. Like, you, is, is that what that is? his hands and everything froze up afterwards, dude. That I thought was, he was done, done. Oh. Like, I thought it was yeah. over. 
Like, bro, that bro, my mom's a nurse. And, and, she told me everything. She's like, that's stuff with the brain. I'm like, but it's not. Geez. But my thing is, not only during the game did they let him go back and play. You're telling me all week long y'all are having this dude checked and no one said stop the thing and say, hey man, he seems a little bit off, yeah, like bro. a little bit. But now, and then he gets body slammed, and then he gets body slammed. And he's all locked up. Like Deontay Wilder hit him, yeah. and. You know what I'm saying? Like, is he there not like a negligence up. thing there? Is there is, like, like what happens if two doesn't play the rest of this year? Is there not like a negligence thing? Does he not have a case um, possibly? Do we think? I I think he does have a case with that. I feel I like really do. I do, but I, feel I like do the case... also look at it as with the NFL now with the new rule being in place, they set it to where there's going to be like they're going to push him back a week. They're going to automatically once you. Have, yeah, that's going to hurt. It's going to be bad. We're going to lose a few players here and there, but they're going to push them back a week. But that's covering – I feel like that's more covering the NFL than the security of the players' health. Because then it's like we pushed you back a week. You still chose to go in the game and play, so then it's on you the next time you get a concussion or when you come back too fast. I mean, part of it is there's a short week, too, and he got smoked. That's what I'm I mean, saying. It's a short, it's a short, short week. week. And then the first one – when Matt Milano pushed him and he hit his head, it was like, all right, bro, you hit your head. Let's check him now. Then when they threw him back in, it was like, uh. And then that Thursday night came, and I was like, bro. He bro, he did the double stank leg, bro, like, on that first hit. Like, he right, got up doing the, the double and it stank wasn't, leg. And then it's the, it's the thing that it wasn't even, like, a hit that he was – it was just you hit the ground off an of impact. And it was oh my god! Body. Well, they said they, they equated it to like a whiplash theory. Is what they were saying? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. As soon as, as soon as the head went back and you saw it hit the ground, you were like, ooh! And then he got up and his whole body did this like shifting. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I was like, Grandma, I don't think that's I don't think that's cool. I don't think that's really and she good. was like, he needs to be out for two of man. All right, facts, now sure. now that we're speaking about these teams, real quick, I want to go ahead and segue to this. I want to talk about a gap. I'm not talking about Michael Strahan's teeth. I'm talking about <laughs> actually. <laughs> We got the gap fixed. No, so. this is forever there. I'm talking about the gap. How wide is the gap, guys, between the elite teams and then like the playoff slash contender teams and the bad teams? And what I mean by that is this. I went ahead and broke this down. If y'all think I'm off, tell me I'm off. Elite teams. I put Bills, Chiefs, Eagles. Okay. Are we on the same page? Yep, yeah, I agree. So to me, those are the only three so far I've seen. Playoff contenders and teams that we think could make a run in some sort of fashion. I think the Ravens. The Bucks, Niners are all Super Bowl contenders. Um, I think just under that tier is Cowboys, Vikings, Chargers, um, Packers, but I'm so iffy on that. Bengals, Browns, Jaguars are all playoff teams. Right? Well, I think they're a playoff team. I really do. Um, at least because of that division. Let's go yeah. because of the division. I all right. Now, the now I feel like there's no, there's no, there's no separation here. Bears, Panthers, Commanders, Lions, Seahawks, Saints, Steelers, Raiders, Texans, Patriots, Broncos. I feel like those teams are already out. We're five weeks in, yeah, and we I feel like there's, they're out. And we're looking at possible number one picks between the Panthers. I hate saying this with the Lions because the Lions score so much that you don't know which team you're going to get. If the Lions start keep dropping 35 points a game, eventually they're going to keep yeah, going. Yeah, before this, they were on average but, scoring 35, and then they like, just shut out out of nowhere. The Steelers, to me, are terrible. The Raiders are finding ways to lose. The Texans are terrible. The Patriots have no talent, which we're going to get into that conversation here in a second. The Broncos, to that me, so have true. talent, but then are missing something else. We'll, again, we'll get into that in a second. How big is that gap? 
Like, is it as big as it seems? I feel like the Bills, Chiefs, and Eagles are, like, they really, are. really they're, they're pushing. Really, but you got to look at how they're hitting on all cylinders. Like, these other teams aren't doing that. You can't you can't just make that happen overnight. Like, that, it's going to be hard to close that gap as fast as it is because you got There's, Josh Allen throwing for 400 yards in one game. Like, you don't just wake up and do that with I, your team. Like, that, that comes from chemistry. That comes from you being on the same page but see, at that's all times. Where, that's, like, I feel like that gap will maybe even widen more if they keep playing at the rate that they're playing, especially the Bills, Eagles, and Chiefs. Like, they're but moving would the we ball. be Would we be having a different conversation if the Ravens don't blow two fourth-quarter leads? No. Why wouldn't we? The, still, at that point, the Bills, the Bills, the Bills would have two losses at that point. Level, though. The, the, if the Ravens you don't, don't, you don't see that energy that you see with those three teams. So if the, the Ravens right now are five and zero and they don't blow those fourth quarter leads, and they they at that point they they sweep their schedule so far, they're five and zero, and at that point, are we replacing, let's say, Bills? Because the Bills would have two losses at that point. We're replacing Bills with Ravens. Would it, would we would are we, we be still giving the same stats, but they just won the game? Yeah, they won the game. They keep the same stuff. In those games, it's not like Lamar had bad games in those games. No, I'm it's just, just saying, had a bad like, quarter. if we still keep those um, same stats no, look, with those games that Lamar, you just said. Lamar threw the interception. That's how they ended up losing. But that's my point, though. So, so, if, Lamar, so if the Ravens end up winning both the games they blew, versus the Dolphins and versus, and versus the Bills, they win those games. Do we not look at them a little bit differently? Like, okay, they're probably in the elite. They're 5-0. and They found a way to beat Buffalo. They found a way to beat Miami. Um you know, the Chiefs have still looked really good. Uh, the Eagles, it's unarguable at this point. People are still trying to argue the Eagles aren't very good. I don't know what you're Like, I do not know what y'all are looking at. That team can play defense. That team's a top three defense. They have a really good secondary. Their offensive line's blocking. Um, they get a little bit pass happy, I think, sometimes, which I understand because you have AJ Brown and you have, you have weapons. Though. Yeah. And I get it. But I will say this Everybody. I feel like the Eagles are much better when they're doing, you know, the Miles, you know, Sanders, Saunders and stuff like that. And they're starting to kind of rotate those running backs and get that run game going. Wow. Yep. That's when they're really good to me. Um, but, anyways, how big is that gap, though, between the Bills, Chiefs, Eagles into those playoff contenders? Is it as big? Because it feels to me like it's really big. Like, I look at the Bucks, obviously, being a Bucks fan, I look at the Bucks and go, okay, we're winning, but we're winning ugly. Yeah, we're not healthy. Yeah, we're having some issues. There's some communication things. I feel like there's a leadership issue, which, again, we'll talk about that topic in a second. Um, and it just feels like it's off. The, I also look at this topic as this and go, where do you put the Dolphins, Titans, Colts, Jets? Like, where do they go on the list? Where do the Rams, Cardinals, Giants, and Falcons go on this list? Because the Giants are 4-1. and one. But do we really look at them and go, that's a good 4-1 and one team? Because I don't. I look at them and go, We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see this week. This they week. Can start this, this week is and still be 4-13. and 13. Or the Falcons. Yeah, the Falcons have you true. know the Falcons have played in five one score games? Yeah. Yeah. Like but field you know, goals. they're finding ways to lose. <laughs> There's field goals. The and... Jets. So what team is that? Like uh-huh. where do we put them? The Cardinals. The Cardinals seem to have talent, but they can't really seem to close. And then when it comes in the moments to where you think they're gonna take off, they re- regress. And they're zero and eight in their last home game. The so Rams do not look like the same team at all. The Rams the Rams have a lot of issues. The Rams have offensive line issues. Matthew Stafford looks old. He looks injured. They have no depth at wide receiver. They have no depth on the line. Aaron Donald's had to do everything for himself on that defense. Jalen Ramsey looks like a shell of himself most of the time versus top, top wide receivers. Versus some of like the, the average. right through that, man. It, when Jalen goes up against dudes that are like average wide receivers, he looks he like Jalen Ramsey. Amazing. When he goes up against a guy who's a legit wide receiver in the NFL, who's a true number one, he looks like a number two or three corner that we'd see on anybody else. Like, he doesn't look yeah. special. It's, uh... The Titans. The Titans look terrible. 
Oh, look at the tip. Hold on. Look at that. I have a take about that, though. All right, but look at them now. All right, what happened? They go into the bye week this week, and then they play. Who do they play? Uh, the night they play the Colts, uh, week seven. They're win. Gonna, they're they're <laughs> on a four game win streak if they beat the Colts. I feel like they'll be one of the teams that'll probably come together and get it, and they'll be one of those wild card teams that'll probably shake everything up at the end. But everybody else, they don't look as promising. The Bucks look promising to me because they still have to come together. They it, they're already winning ugly. Just like think when they win beautifully, it's gonna get ugly for everybody else. The gap that we're speaking of, I feel like the gap, the gap is big between the Bills and let's just say the Bears and teams like that and the Panthers. So okay, so the but elite gap, the, the, the gap elite from gap, elite to bad, that's a is, big is gap. wildly huge. That's, huge. Wildly big. Okay, okay. that's from now, California to Florida. For our playoff contenders and our elite, I feel like that gap can be closed in a matter of three weeks. Three weeks. Not even three. Okay. I, I feel like two weeks can two, change everything. Two weeks because okay. you got bye weeks and then you got everything else on top of it of you really just don't know at this point. Nobody's seen the Giants going to be 4-1. and one, So you really don't know. Do if, if the Cowboys win this weekend versus the Eagles without Dak, oh my do God. we move the Cowboys into the Eagles thing or do we just chalk it up to one bad game? Um, it wouldn't necessarily be one bad game. They've lost the last seven out of the ten meetings that they've had. With no, them. I understand that. I'm talking about just like, for this year's purposes. Just for this, year's, for purpose? this year's purposes? Yeah. No, Dallas has owned the Eagles over the past yes. few years. Like, they um, call them daddy. This this game is in – this it, for real, though, they really have. Yeah, yeah. This game, this game is in Philly, though. So – It doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't the, matter. the Cowboys uh, have ran the Eagles yep. the past few, past they few are, years. They are, but this is Sunday Night Football, and they're in Philly, and the boys are undefeated. I they think this is a different Eagles team. Though. This is a whole new different Eagles team. Shout I'm very, out to my boys. The Packers. How about the Packers? Mm. They look so mediocre at times, but then there's certain times because they have the magic of Aaron Rodgers, and you're like, oh, yeah, they're pretty good. But then you yeah. look at other things, and you go, oh, that was really bad. His completion percentage. I will say wild. this. That defense talking about we're not worried about losing this week, we'll be concerned if we lose next week. You know who they play this week, right? When they talked about that, they play the Lions. Yeah. Bro, don't be sleeping on a team that they might be 1-4, and four, but uh, they could drop 35 a game. Yep. Don't that's, sleep. That's Very why I was surprised easy. that the Jags and the Texans scored because I I I I thought the Jags were gonna run it. Well, and then you, we got to the fourth quarter. My like, my monkey field goes. My huh? monkey knife fight promo code subs. My monkey knife fight uh, weekend because I just was so confident in that Jaguars versus Texans game. Brah, not so much. I had a beautiful monkey knife fight weekend. Thank oh, you so bad. So much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, it was so great. <laughs> All right, I was just wondering. I just I I find that it feels like the gap is really big to me. I think the elite teams and the playoff contenders. I think it's a little bit closer, but I feel like when you go even the playoff contenders to the bad teams, I feel like that gap is just wildly huge. And there's a couple teams I just don't know where to put. Dolphins to me without Tua go into the bad. The Titans, depending on which week they are, could be playoff contenders or bad. Colts to me are bad, but it's hard to say that because technically if the playoffs were to start today, the Colts are in the playoffs. The surprise, which is weird to me, on both sides is that the Giants and the Jets are in if the yes, playoffs are today. Right, and the Jets have looked so bad at certain so points, bad. but then they look so, <laughs> so good other weeks. You're like, man, it is that's oh no. I mean, the, the Falcons, start, the Falcons are a one possession game away from from being a playoff team. Being, the Rams have talent, but there's just something missing. They don't have it this year. The Cardinals, the again, like the Cardinals one week will look like they deserve to be in that bad category, but then the next week they look like they should be in the good category. It's just I don't know where to put some of these teams. 
with all that being said, I want to lead into this leadership versus talent. I think we're starting to see that right now. Yeah. There are certain teams in the NFL. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I'm going to point the Chiefs off for this. The Chiefs, yes, they have Patrick Mahomes. What is surrounding Patrick Mahomes outside of Kelsey? And I'll even put Clyde Edwards-Hilaire in that group. I think he's pretty good. Is okay. Like, it's not something you look at and go, man, that team's stacked. Even you do. Into season, you were like, what is he going to do with these guys? You do not look at the Chiefs and go, man, they're stacked. You don't okay. do that. That's, but That is true. But because of Andy Reid, because of um Patrick Mahomes and you know that leadership they have in place there the talent seems like it doesn't matter but then you look at other teams but then you look at other teams like the Bills I think the Bills who lose close games like it's a fucking habit Mm -hmm. that's a leadership thing to me the Bills have probably have one of the most talented if not the most talented roster in the NFL and they're trying to talk about getting Christian McCaffrey like they have such such a wildly talent talented roster right but for all that talent how come they always fail to close how come in one possession games in the last two years they're like one or two wins i think i have two out of what it was like two out of nine or something like that Mm -hmm. in one possession games or what i don't remember the number now but But that's not talent to me that to me is leadership your leadership should comes to lamar though like even with all these games now that and they're up and they're up and it's just like we get to that second half Mm -hmm. and they're not scoring as much and the defense starts to break down and wear down and it's like what are we doing here we were just up 14 or we're up 20 and then we let this team come all the way back and i think some of that for one i think that's leadership yeah so i think that's That's leadership they i think another problem they run into is because they're so analytic heavy like them, oh the Chargers, you know, is, those heavy I, I analytic teams. I truly believe that with the Chargers. Yeah, yes. they, and don't get me wrong. I think certain analytics, it, it makes sense. I understand getting the numbers. The Chargers went for it on that fourth down. Their win percentage, if they make the fourth down conversion, was like a ninety-six percent. If they punt, it dropped down to like eighty-two percent. So if you technically go off of numbers, the numbers made sense. So I get it, but. A little too analytical sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, like in <laughs> baseball, in baseball, everything's based off of analytics now, and it drives me crazy. Like nobody actually looks at the actual player. There are certain times, like teams like the Rays, who go so analytical, um, they will pull a dude out of the lineup who's been who's hitting. Let's just say the past fourteen games, the dude, you know, he's hitting <laughs> three ninety with a couple home runs, you know, a handful of doubles. You know, he's hot, right? I'm like, oh, but you know what? We have a lefty pitcher going. Not for you today, and it's like. He's been your best hitter the past two weeks, and he's going to pull this dude out of the lineup for no reason. Yep. Like, cold for because of analytics. analytics. Yeah. When you're facing against lefties, my boy. Like, like, it's just, it's weird to me. Like, analytics, is, I again, I get certain analytics, but to me, that talent and leadership thing, you were starting to kind of see it because, again, leadership, talent wins, but leadership wins the close games, it seems like to me. Yeah. That's why you see the Chiefs win all these close games. Mm-hmm. That's why you see the Bills possibly lose some of these close games. We talked about it last year. I'm if they keep it. losing these close games, does the coach get fired? Mm-hmm. I don't think And that, think about that it. Y'all they... look like the same team. The defense looks a little bit better, I think. Y'all look like the same team from last year. Nothing yeah. changed. Y'all still can't run the football. The offensive line will still, on any given Sunday, get Josh Allen killed. Um, you know, let's hope he's on his, he's on his giddy up. And, thing... and that is, to me... That to me, that's a leadership thing. How have we not evolved one year to the next? But then I look at the Bucks. The Bucks have a wildly talented roster. Wildly talented. How come they can't come together? Like we have studs all over. I said the same. But thing then you about look the, at, the but you look line. at, look at this. Look at what's missing though. The guys that led us in that Super Bowl. The guys like Nada Kamsu. 
guys like JPP. Those are voices. Those are yeah, that's your leadership they're, voices, and they're, and gone. they're gone. Now, I'm not saying Levante Davis is not a leader. I'm not saying Devin White is not a leader. I'm not saying Tom Brady is not a leader. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Mike Evans is not a leader because they are. They're all leaders. But there's just certain dudes who can grab that pulse, and 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 bring you with them. And, and I'm not saying they're not that. It just seems like it's something different. The, um, Rams when they went their Super Bowl run last year. Von Miller. With Von Miller, I was just gonna get into it. Von Miller was a big voice on that team, especially on the defense, especially being that they were that elite defense at the time. For sure. So it was like with the loss of him, and now he's over in Buffalo. Why you think that Buffalo meter turned up now? Like I, it, it's a different atmosphere when you got somebody with that vocal power around, and, and that, I can feel that with even my team in Jacksonville. We're trying to establish that leader on offense. Y'all look and, wildly different this year. Yeah, we, we even losing lot, this weekend, y'all are wildly it's different. It's a this lot year. of transitions into a new offense, into a new leadership, and Trevor's trying to take on that role, and he's not used to it. So I can see the growing pains there, and him trying to take ahead, you know, take charge and stuff of that nature, but. You need that leadership role on your team to grow and get past all those minuscule losses. Like, we shouldn't have lost to the Texans. And quite honestly, I feel like we should have beat the Eagles. We were in that game to win. We should have won that game. Y'all did blow a big lead in that game. Uh-huh. But now some of that is a learning how to win too, right? Like, yeah. there, there, is a, there is a process when to win. But the Jags are one of like the younger teams that – and that's they, what I'm saying. It's him trying to create that leadership. Over the it next two years. I don't want to say that it yeah. just happens. It's more of something that Doug Peters has brought over to us. And thank God for Doug Peters. Um, he <laughs> brought it over and it's just like. Son. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, bringing that over and getting the guys to actually trust in each other and actually become a team. And him starting off as the leader in the locker room and getting Trevor to realize who he is and coming to that player, which is. Like me and Brent have been stressing all season long, and they're not off season. This is his rookie year. Like you have really, to, it really is. Yeah, you have to grow from that, and this is where he's going to grow up and try to become that leader that he needs to be to win those close games. You know who I think is wildly in trouble, and I think we're starting to see it a little bit, but I think it's going to get worse as the year goes on. The Rams. Yeah. They have no depth. Nope. They have no depth whatsoever. Once you get behind, past Cup, you once you get past Cooper Cup, Skoranek. I, I mean, those guys are bad. At the at Alan the Robinson, he hasn't shown up. The so. offensive line position, me and you, they're so thin. As many yards as Alan Robinson. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's pretty bad. We could go out there and catch but the thing is, is the Rams, <laughs> the Rams sold their future for a Super Bowl last year, right? And I get it. I totally get it. Like, they they basically sold their soul. The but, city didn't like it. But the flip side is now moving forward, you're already starting to see that decline. They don't have any first round picks coming until the Roman Empire comes back. I mean, it's gonna be a minute. Yeah. Like, they have no first-round picks. They don't really have cap space or money. Every home game is I, an away game. Struggling kidding, on the offensive line. Yo, struggling in the running I ain't never area. seen a team at their home stadium consistently be outfanned by the away team. Consistently. And, and it just happens over and over and it over. It is and wild. It's a nice stadium. I actually really like their stadium. It's because Roll they moved up. They moved it from St. Louis, there. man. St. Louis, they had. They were the yeah. heart drop of St. Louis. You were, you were, and that, they that moved them. Louis, they man. moved them out there because you know, let's just face it, money. And they wanted that bigger market out there in L.A. Hey. And you know what? They got it. They got their one Super Bowl. But you know what? If they go into obscurity for the next 10 years because they sold it for that one Super Bowl and they're, and they're obscure for the next 10, 15, 20 years, bro, there's a lot of other sports teams out that way. L.A. ain't going to pay attention to them. Nope. And the Chargers don't seem to have that issue. Chargers got money. Chargers have 
they have cap space, they have draft picks, and the Chargers keep building, and they're young. They're gonna keep building. They are young. And they got a stud quarterback. Boy, they about to become yeah. team number and two. And people actually care. Give them like three or four years, boy. The Chargers gonna be the team in LA, not the yep. real. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> All right, guys. So with that being said, I want to talk about something real quick with y'all, guys. Monkey knife fight. Monkey knife fight. MKF. 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 I wish I had guys, one. they are our newest sponsor. They are hooking us up, and in turn, we are hooking you up. Guys, promo code SUBS. MonkeyKnifefight.com. Download the MKF app. Promo code SUBS. S-U-B-S. Subs, subs, subs. That's, that's a just knock off. Guys, we're not competing against thousands of other MK, uh, thousands of other entries. We're not competing against algorithms. We're not having to sit here and study salary caps and, and different matchups. No. Guys, MKF is so much easier to play. All you're going to do is you're going to pick the game you want to look at. Select the type of game you want to play. So like me, this weekend, I am wildly interested in picking a few games, which I'm going to talk about here shortly. There are certain games that I want to get on. More or less, sack attack, fantasy points. Um, you literally pick your game. More after or less. You, yes, more or less is can't, so much fun. Can't forget about more or less. Once you pick your game, pick your pick the uh, pick the game you want to play. Place how much you want to wager, and sit back and watch the live scoring, guys. It's that easy. Whether it be first half, second half, or full game. Yep. So monkeyknifefight.com. NKF, guys. I like playing sack attack, or as I used to call it, teabagging back in the day. Um, <laughs> guys, they are Never. legit. Promo code subs. They will 100% match up to a $100 deposit. You heard me right. They have hooked us up. In turn, we hook you up. Promo code subs. Up to $100, 100% deposit match on MKF. Download the app. Check them out, monkeyknifefight.com. Tell them we sent you. Now, with that being said, guys, I really I love the fact that they're already a sponsor. I, I really, I, if you guys are hearing, can we have like knife noises like every time? Swing, 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 you know? All right, now with Sack Attack, Ty, you came up with an idea because we have liked it so much on Monkey Knife Fight. So we wanted to kind of do a version of it here. Now, Ty, tell us about Sack Attack. So with Sack Attack, you get to choose from any of your games coming up this week. Um, being in week six, we're going to be looking at our Thursday night game our Sunday night games and Sunday morning games, as well as our Monday games. So how it works, guys, is what you do. You get to choose any two teams um, that are playing against each other. You pick two players from one team and one player from the opposing team, and you choose whether they are going to get three-and-a-half sacks, four-and-a-half sacks, or five-and-a-half sacks combined. And with that, you can either times your goal up higher or lower so you can make more from your um, wager or less. Mm-hmm. With that being said, let's do our own version of Sack Attack. All right, let's get into it. I'll go first. I am looking at the Bucks game. Mm. Okay? All right. I'm looking they at the got, Bucks game. They got Pittsburgh this week. I also looked at the Jaguars. I'm very torn on this because of the <laughs> I see. I was so torn on this. And I know we both picked the same team on another one, but I was so Matt torn Ryan on doing is... this. I was so torn. The problem, look, the problem I'm torn with is I look at the Steelers and I go, all right, they can get to the quarterback, but if we start running the ball down their throat, the Steelers aren't going to have any sacks. The Bucks are going to have all the sacks. That's true. I mean. And so with that being said, 
I think the Bucks, as a team, have the most sacks this weekend. Possibly. I'm so torn on this. <laughs> I am. I'm so torn on so this. So who are your three players? I am taking. I'm going to take one surprise here. Joe Tryon Sharinka. He got that sack last week. Mm-hmm. He's starting to make some moves. Neither one of those guys can move in that pocket, and that line's bad. I think we finally get a Joe Tryon, you know, big-time game. I'm going to follow that with Shaq Barrett. I wanted to take. I wanted. To, I wanted to take. I wanted to take Devin White because it makes sense to make so much. Devin White's my favorite player on the Bucks right now. Well, him and Mike Evans. But um, if you're I, hearing this, if you're hearing this guy, yeah, I love you guys. Yeah, I love you guys. All right. So I was really torn. I wanted to take Devin because it makes so much sense because he does so much when he, especially when he rushes up the middle like that. But Shaq Barrett's kind of do. Oh, bushy. Oh, I was coming. Oh, oh, I was gonna get. I was, like, I was trying to like come out and catch it. Um, and then. Anyways, Shaq Barrett, I think like he's due for one of those big games. Like every year, we kind of see one of those games where he gets like two and a half, three sacks. I feel like we're getting the right. the Steelers. Yeah. Yeah. Steelers line is so bad, <laughs> it's so bad. So I'm gonna go with him. And then I was trying to come up with a Steeler that I felt comfortable picking. And I'm gonna be honest, I haven't found one yet. No, I just haven't. I haven't. Yeah, JJ still got the torn pick. Well, that's the issue because yeah. it's like JJ Watt to me is like all right. <laughs> not JJ. I'm sorry, TJ. 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 TJ I'm, I'm like. Uh, I don't know, man. I just don't. I don't. I don't see Brady getting sacked this weekend. <laughs> I don't. I my my choice was harder going between Shaq Barrett and Devin White than I was even picking somebody for the Steelers. I'm like, oh, this. Can I get a third for the same team, please? Yeah, please. <laughs> Can't do that though. All right, go ahead. Who wants to go next? Um, I can go next. I got the 49ers and Falcons game. Okay. I chose. See, I feel like that game's almost easier to pick because you you got you got uh, Grady. Yep. On this side, so I was like, yeah. Yep. I was yeah. like, Grady Jarrett. Let me go ahead and get him. Mm-hmm. He he already has three and a half on the season. Mm-hmm. Right. He might just make it by himself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> then I went ahead and chose uh, linebackers Fred Warner and Samson Ibuku. Okay, you were different than me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I chose both of the linebackers because I felt like the the DN can get there. He can get there. Don't get me right. I love both. He can get there. That boy can more than get there. That dude can. But yeah. I think with him as the distraction and then Fred coming up the middle getting it, there I go. I got my sack. Oh man. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and let you know. Uh, I, I went at a, at a pace that I didn't think. I, I went Brett's route. Realized I had to backtrack that one. I'm going to go to uh, Ravens and the Giants game of this week. Ooh. Okay, okay. Um, I just, I know the O-line for the Giants is good, but you got JPP on the other side. You got Marcus Peters. You got uh, Campbell over there at the line. You got... Everybody on their D-line is like 6'6". Six, six. They're moving you. They're really That's going through. Boy. And they, I just, I don't think Danny Dimes. I don't even think he's, is he playing? I don't, somebody's going to get sacked. I know. It's not going, it's not going, their defense is too great. I got uh, Patrick Queen. Okay. Patrick Queen's, he, nobody's going to stop him if he's blitzing, bro. That's very true. Like, and I, I got three of them with uh, him. Uh, Marcus Peters on the outside. Have you seen this man come through when the when the cornerback blitzes come through? It's like your your whole O line don't they don't they don't account for him at all. You're literally just watching. Who, who him. was it this past week and he smoked? I'm trying to remember who it was. He smoked the dude this weekend. Um, I don't remember exactly who it was. Marcus Peters. Yes, he was. They they played the Bengals. No, so I know that. that, but he hit somebody. 
and I, I don't remember which I don't remember if it was P Ryan, I don't remember if it was Mixon, but somebody was coming off the edge and he came in and he smoked him. Exactly. And I cannot think of who it is right now. Anyways. Yeah. So, can, uh, uh, who else I got? I got a uh, can hit. And then JPP, you know? Did I already say JPP? I don't remember. He was oh, no, Patrick people. Patrick uh Queen. Patrick mm-hmm. Queen, Marcus Peters, JPP. I just I don't know. JPP like you said, he's that voice. He literally brought a whole different aspect to the to went from the couch to playing like 70 snaps. Like it was <laughs> nothing. And he literally and he had a couple flags during the Bills game and it was like, bro, they ain't going they ain't going to hurt you cuz you just came off the couch. But he literally went in and grabbed Devin Singletary with one arm and just brought him in. I was like, bro. That's like how they keep showing that clip from the dude with the Gators. Um, oh. like the six foot five dude, 450. He, you know, he went to Armwood. Yeah. He, yeah. How he just picked up the little boy and just, just threw him. him. I was <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> that Florida D-line is wild too. Yeah. That Florida defense is crazy. The Florida defensive line's good. The rest of that defense is okay uh-huh. at best. I like Javon Dexter. He's All right, cool. <laughs> guys, let's get degenerate. Degenerate time. Let's pick some games. You ready for that degenerate time? See, All right. Let's start with Bucks at Steelers. Tom Brady leads the NFC in passing, 1,409 yards. I think Lenny, I think Godwin, and Evans are all in for good fantasy days. Guys, when you think of the Steelers, you think that steel curtain punch you in the mouth. Physical, hard nose, and none of that describes this year's team. I literally um, put them up under my notes as the sachet curtain. <laughs> <laughs> I just put, you know, they're going to kill that young man. <laughs> the Bucks, I think the defense especially, is going to come hungry. I think this game's not close. The Buccaneers are, with linear averaging over four yards of carry. I think hopefully we hand him the ball a bunch, and Rashad White hand the ball a bunch. Pound them out, dude. Like, they owe you money. The Steelers are going for that number one draft pick. Bucks win big, 31-13. <laughs> Not oh, the number we one close. draft pick. We were mad close. Mm-hmm. I had them winning 30-14. Oh, there you go. 30-14. <laughs> I was like, Najee Harris has been playing under subpar. He's the running back 29 on the season and doesn't have 80 yards in a game yet. Mm-hmm. He has... Not even he, we're not even talking about a hundred yard game. He doesn't even have an eighty yard game. So which is weird because he has he has so much talent and <laughs> he they, does. And he's only the, been in the end zone twice, the one Steelers time rushing have, and one time in the air. Oh, the Steelers have nothing to help that poor young man. Yeah, I'm like Kenny Pickett has more rushing touchdowns than he does. Mm-hmm. Literally, right now, <laughs> Stephon Diggs has more yards that he's had more reception yards than the entire offense for the Steelers right now. Yeah. Hmm. Like it, it sounds about it, right, it's though. Bad. He has five hundred and eight, and they're in the four hundreds. Like it's, like that's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. So I definitely yeah, have wild. bucks on this one. I was like, Tom Brady's on a revenge tour right now. They played pretty bad these couple, first couple of weeks. I mean, dealing with what they had to deal with. I mean, I understand, but it's like we still expect more out of Tom Brady. When we see Tom Brady, we just expect you to win. We expect you to make a way. No. I don't care. That, what, <laughs> like What's that? the bigger distraction for Tom Brady? Is it Giselle's divorce or Brady, Brandy Love trying to show him love? Um, I would say I Brandy Love. Brady. <laughs> I, would, I, would, I, would say, I would say Brandy because Giselle, this whole Giselle thing has been going on for years. <laughs> Giselle, you, fine. Don't get me wrong. He won Super Bowls and the shit's been going on for years. Giselle, fine. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying there's a life choice in this <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 
All right, who you got, Curtis? All right, I'm going to go uh, Bucks over Steelers. You know, like I said, they're going to kill that young man. Uh, he'll probably score a touchdown. They may or may not get a field goal. I got Bucks up 35-10. Okay. Uh, I just don't see them. Pickens come. done through 65 passes. 52 of those passes were his last game. Ouch. <laughs> yeah. All right. Come on now. Next game. Cowboys Eagles. I don't know if y'all can hear it, but in the background right now, the Rocky theme song should be playing. <laughs> like this is old school, awesome NFC rivalry. East. The NFC East is back. It is. It's it's really <laughs> it good. Back. The Cowboys have really, really owned the Eagles over the past few years. However, this is very different. This is also da, very da, different teams. The Cowboys front seven is ridiculous. Wild. The Eagles secondary has been ridiculous. All right. Maybe slaying stuff. They're finally taking ball. Oh with ball boy. They're both. They're both averaging over three sacks a game. Both defenses are. I don't think this is like this ain't your mama and daddy's Eagles Cowboys game from like 06 when mm-hmm. Romo's slinging it all over the field. This ain't gonna be it. This is gonna be hard. This is gonna be. In the mouth this is gonna be low here, this scoring. This is gonna be. Who are these teams? I don't like so to do this. You got it coming down to a field goal? The Cowboys have had a rush of luck, and I hate picking the Eagles. Oh, you like that? You like that? However, I'm going to pick the Eagles in 1917. Oh, and I hate it. Eagles. I hate it. <laughs> I didn't it. expect that from you at all. The Eagles, 1917. I, would... I, I had a hard time, too, because I feel like if Pollard and Zeke control the tempo of the game... <laughs> Like I'm like okay, the score could flip, and oh. I struggled so bad so with bad. it. I struggled. I was at, I was See, minus the defense, I feel like Michael Parsons is just gonna try oh, so to good. eat Miles Sanders alive. He's so and it's good. just gonna be like, okay, what are we gonna do? We're gonna have to kind of catch Trayvon, you know, out there slipping and get some over his head. Da 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 da. And then it's, I feel like it's gonna be solely a defense game. Like who plays the better defense is gonna win this game. And I have Dallas winning twenty to seventeen. I hope so. I hope so. I, hope I so. have Dallas winning twenty seventeen. I hope so. I'm sorry. You I hope so. I hope I, so. so. That rush luck ain't going wrong. See, see, I like, I like the, chills. you know, <laughs> Dallas has, you know, they had a rush of luck. I hope if they do rush the ball good enough, they got this two-head monster back there. Because if and you Zeke guys see, he doesn't. But the way that Pollard's playing. When Zeke isn't on the field, you know that's not going to be missing out of your offense. Yo, shout out to the photographer that did that stuff with Pollard. That was nasty. Those were some sick pictures that he Bro, got. if you hear this, let it give us some uh, give us some tips. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, for sure, I see. Curtis wants the tip. Do you hear that? Oh god, here we go. <laughs> I knew it. <sighs> we knew it, guys. That was. It's live. You hear it here first. Oh. I don't know what you heard. Anyways, it never fails. anyways, it never fails. The Cowboys and Eagles. Uh, I got it. Whoever gets the ball this last possession, their field goal kicker is gonna gonna get it. So who's that? So uh, I got I got the Eagles up twenty seventeen. I feel uh, like y'all both win Eagles on me. because hey, because I, I struggle. Just, you know I like the Cowboys. I know you're a Cowboys like, fan I struggle because with I feel this. like I feel like Jalen Hurts might do Jalen Hurts activities. That's actually be, to me that I I'm more comfortable picking Jalen. Let him step brush. out that parking, and Michael Parsons get a hold of that ass. Uh, yeah, but I don't see. There's a thing you got. You got to think Jalen is 
is a big body quarterback as well. He ain't big body like Micah Parsons. Nah, yeah. When that clothesline come from Micah Parsons. <laughs> but he, he might be able to run through it. Like Jalen Jalen's a whole different Jalen. Runs over my oh my Nah, God. not not run through him. But he could probably run you know, run through an arm tackle or two and get up out of there. But if Jalen runs through Micah Parsons and you're sitting there watching the game, at that point, you probably go, all right, I've had too much to drink. <laughs> <laughs> nah, at that point, I'll be like, oh, is he going to get mad? Is he going is he gonna, is he gonna to text Jalen? Well, Jalen has been looking very go, aggressive. Go to, go to like Twitter with those Twitter fingers? Are you gonna... All right, next game. Jags at Colts. The Jaguars need a win. This is the perfect opponent. If you don't believe me, look at the past games. Yep. Is this one in Jacksonville? Nope. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Colts have yeah, the 32nd ranked offense. Yep. The Colts also are giving up. The Colts are 25th in the league and giving up points to running backs. It's all like mm-hmm. that. It's all I offense. feel like. My issue with the Colts is that they don't have a true wide receiver one. So it's like, who are we going to throw the ball to? I think the Jaguars tee off. Tee off on Matty Ice. We need this redemption. And, and they don't know, and you don't know oh. what's going on with Jonathan Taylor still. Yeah, that's a key I, I think and I, Darius Leonard. Yeah, I think that the Jaguars tee off on Matty Ice. I think they and run ice cold ass offense. James Robinson's had back to back kind of down games. Uh, Etienne is starting to get touches. He's starting to. He's starting to get combined yards. You know, I love that the yards between them are, like, so close. It is. Like, it's like the, it teeter-totters who's leading the team. Mm-hmm. I was like, I love that it's, so much. It's getting there, and I think both of them have really good days. I think Travis gets his first touchdown of the year this weekend. Yes, sir. I think the Jaguars eat up the Colts again, 27-13. Yeah. I had... Mm-hmm. I like that <laughs> I do. I had 30-7. Whole. 37 who? Whoa. Jags. Jags? That's a big one. That's a that's big a, that's a big that's gap. A, our defense has been on the money though. Right. Like our, that's even a in the big even, gap. Even in the we beat them zero to twenty four last time. That's true. I was like, even with our defense being on their P's and Q's, I think we if we actually get on a concerted effort to continue playing throughout the game. Is this for first place too, by the way? Yeah. This would be, I saw this the other day, and I, oh, I forgot. Because we'll pass the Colts in a tie. It'll be the first time the Jaguars have been in first place this late in the season since 20, was it 17? 18? I think it was 18. Was it oh, that was the year that they played Technically, the it, was Technically it was 17. Technically it was 17 because it was the first half of the season. Yeah, okay. But, yeah. yeah, that's the year they played us in the playoffs. I mm-hmm. think, what they go, like 13-3 and three that year? Yeah, that was the Ramsey time. Yeah, game. that was the Ramsey the year. The that's when, that's when uh, we were Jaguars. in the Jaguars. Jaguars, the teams like the Jaguars and the Marlins and some of the other teams confuse me. Let's get really good. All right, let's saw all of our players next year. <laughs> Yo, for real. All right, what you got, Curtis? Um, I'm gonna go Jags over Colts, man. I just, I don't, I don't oh, see. Duval up in this book. I actually was just telling somebody that Jacksonville is a very beautiful place. <laughs> um, I don't see the Colts doing enough. Uh, Matty Ice and his ice cold ass offense just. Won't be able to do it against. Plus, Naughty Hines is hurt too, so. right? Mm-hmm. So you you got way too many injuries over there to your key players, and the chemistry's not gonna work with Maddie. I just I don't and know. the offensive line isn't blocking for him. Right, I'm a, uh I'm gonna go twenty one ten Jags. Okay, all right. Next game, Ravens at Giants. The Ravens got ninety nine problems, but the Giants ain't one. The Giants are the 25th overall defense, 28th against the run. Baltimore is the second overall offense, third in rushing, fourth in passing. 
There's a discrepancy there. I don't know if y'all caught that. The I... Giants have the ninth-rated offense, and they are first in rushing. So with that being said, Lamar and his conglomerate of a backfield that he has. J.K. Dobbins. Which like, I, come on, I, give it I do like Dobbins. Ba- straight out the um, gate. <laughs> and I think Saquon Barkley, depending on what we got going on health-wise, uh, all have big games. Yep. I'm thinking high scoring. I'm thinking multiple big plays. I'm thinking this game offers us at least four plays of 40 yards or more. That's a big number, right? Yeah. I'm saying that number because of this. This is my NKF special of the week. I am picking this game as my special pick of the week. Again, promo code subs. Shameless plug. <laughs> um, this is my game I'm picking. This is my more or less game I'm looking at. This game's going to have a ton of yardage, a ton of fantasy points, a ton of regular points scored. The defenses are not the old school defenses that we're used to in football. This is not that game. If you like defense, don't watch this game. This is high-scoring Ravens, 36-31 over the Giants. We be always on the same page, I swear, because this is my slate for uh, MKF. This I week. am all over this, this is, game. This is going to be the main one I do my slate on. I'll be looking at a full game, uh, more or less, 40 times for my points because I always try to go big. I'm looking for my five guys being Saquon Barkley, like you mentioned, um, Mark Andrews, uh, J.K. Dobbins. I'm looking for uh, Duvernay to have a decent game and Rashad Bateman to come back and return to his dominance as a wide receiver playing with the Ravens. Um, I do see this as the perfect storm with everything falling into place simultaneously for the Giants. Um, I feel like when we're when they've been playing lately, everything has been perfect for them. It's been great. We've been running the ball really good. They've been passing the ball pretty decent. Um, but I feel like the Ravens go up 14 in the first half. They get it to 21. Then Saquon them start coming back, and the game ends 21-19. Ravens finally close it out. Oh, you think a low-scoring game? I think they finally close it out. Wow. I'm I'm over here. I'm over here. MK of high-scoring, high-fantasy, high-everything. I'm on it. I just feel like there's going to be a lot of movement, but not enough touchdowns. So I feel like it's going to end 21-19, and that's where we get a lot of our stat padding from because they're going to run the life out of the ball. Both of these teams are because J.K. has been looking really good. Mm -hmm. Um and the the other running back has been looking well as well. I think Lamar is pissed off. I think Lamar goes off this game. I don't know. Um, Lamar's Lamar's different. Um, I'm going Ravens though. Ravens over Giants. Okay. Uh, the game's not in Baltimore, so hopefully they don't they don't you know let go of the league. Um, but I got I don't know. I'm I'm kind of with Tyreek on this one though. Yeah, I'm with Ty. Uh, Low scoring as well. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm gonna go. Too. I'm gonna go. Uh, you know, Jay Jay Tucker. You know, Tuck. You can't. You gotta believe in Tucker. So I'm gonna go. Uh, probably twenty twenty three twenty. Uh, Ravens. Okay. And the last game we're gonna talk about, guys, the Bills at the Chiefs. They slinging them dollar dollar bills, and the Chiefs just keep on huffing and puffing, blowing the houses down. Dollar dollar bills, y'all. These are the ASC elites, guys. Josh versus. I think there's no hype needed. Nope. I don't need no like crazy sayings. Yeah, I don't they need. They already put the hype on it. It's They're a close it game. If you're already on Monkey Knife Fight, this is the game. See, I'm scared to do this one, Monkey Knife Fight, and I'm actually going to explain why on this one here in a second. So, both often score a lot, right? Yep. All right. Now, notoriously, 
over the past couple of years, this game's been really close, right? Like either way. And the Bills lose one score games, which is what they do. That's their habit. However, I just have a feeling we're going to see fireworks in this game, but not the same fireworks we're used to seeing. I think both teams have a possibility of a huge game. I think Patty does his thing because he's that good, but I think Josh does his thing too. I trust four hundred yard game, Josh again. No, I don't think it's like no, that. No, no, but no. I think I think that Calm down. <laughs> I trust Patty over Josh, not because of talent, just because he's been there, done that. Mm-hmm. Patty Mahomes has won close games. He's won Super Bowls. I trust. I trust. I trust Patty. However, I trust Stephon Diggs more than I trust anybody else. The Chiefs are going to be going to. Now I I trust Travis Kelsey. It's just. I feel like Diggs is that big play option. Now, Kelsey's coming off a four-touchdown game. Is He's their only option at certain times. Um, but I think the Bills' defense is I think the Bills' defense is good enough to rush with four and to make Patty have to make hard decisions. And nobody, in the words of the immortal Chris Berman, nobody circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Close win. 31 to 30, they break the habit. Like Lincoln Park said, they're breaking the habit. You went there. 31 30, Bills. I have Buffalo breaking the cycle as well. I have them for the reasons of the game is going to be a shootout, but I think it comes down of more of the running back area. Yes. Wouldn't that be something if like both running backs end up having like huge games? And that's they, what I'm saying. And, and Pat and Patty and Josh both take back seats to the running back. That's, that'd be crazy. That's, <laughs> that's what I think it's gonna be because Clyde Edwards Alaire, he's been having great games and back to back to back. But we've also been looking at Devin Singletary and when he does get the ball, he moves the ball. And like you said, he's only moving to one side, but at the same time, if it's working, it's working. It's working. That's- mm-hmm. So I feel like this is gonna be a big running back game. And I feel like Devin Singletary gets the edge this game, and Buffalo doesn't blow it. And I looked at it as 36 to 32. So what you're saying is, oh. hold on real quick, I got one for y'all. Curtis, who you taking? I know you're taking, but go ahead. I was about to say, that's a dumb question. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Curtis. Uh, I'm, going, I'm going to the Mafia. So what you're saying is, everybody, we're actually all in agreement. So we're all this weekend saying, let's go, Buffalo. I mean, I'm not going to say that. It's in the notes say, already. Let's I'm go, Buffalo. Say, that's like y'all's team's chant. Let's go, Buffalo. That's what y'all do. I was at the let, game. I seen it. I was at the let, game. Let's go, year. Buffalo. Uh, I, I don't Buffalo know. Blow. That's what it said. Buffalo uh, doesn't blow. Uh, mafia. All right, guys. Y'all do have great fans, though. I love y'all's fans. I Bro, do. we gave so much money to Tua. Tua got they hurt, did, and we gave really so did. much money to Tua. Y'all did that with another Andy quarterback. Dalton, Andy Dalton, when we first, the the, taint, the year when we played the Jags in the playoffs, yep. Andy Dalton and the Bengals won, and that's how that's what put us in the what, sixth or seventh place mm-hmm. to go to the playoffs. They gave so much money to Andy Dalton, it was outrageous. So it was a charity, right? Whatever charity. The charity, yeah, yeah. and then the city sent off, because Lenovo's uh, Anchor Bar, their top uh, Duff's, there's so many top chicken wing companies or mom and pop shops in the town. They sent him so many different types of wings. It was outrageous. He was, eating, he was eating for weeks. It is. The Buffalo Bills fans, are, it's hard to argue against them. I will what say, though. Best. They came to Tampa last Bro, year. Bro, listening. Khalil, Khalil uh, Sh- 
I'm probably going to butcher his last name. But number 10, the wide receiver, he's a rookie. His parents are in Tampa, and they were literally at a Bills uh, Packers game at the bar and everything. When he scored his first touchdown, they literally, everybody had their cameras on his parents. They were going bananas. I was like, bro, it's a simple <laughs> fact that you came and you stepped up because our wide receiver depth is literally dwindling as the days go on. I am um, listening to the conversations that the Bills fans have while at the Jaguars games this year still just stick with me. <laughs> when that girl was talking about who she could uh, give mouth love to. <laughs> also known as Felicia. Within the Whoa. stands, I was like, oh my God. I just, I'd never heard this why I mean, why would like the whole, the whole section could hear her. She was so loud. Listen, I, I can't wait to go home to the game. I'm trying to make the Patriots and Bills game at the stadium before they tear it down. I was so close oh. to buying season tickets this year for the Jags because it was $1,200. And I feel like that's not bad at all. You that's get all bad. season nah, long nah, for $1,200. Yeah. And you could plan, and they were like plan five rows back in the corner of the end zone. Like, mm-hmm. I couldn't really beat that. Yeah. But I was like, you know, the lightning. You know, they got season tickets, too. Uh, a little bit cheaper. They, 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 Lightning got themselves a little problem. Right yeah, now. I was going to say, yeah. Now, speaking of money, guys. I like that. I picked two games this weekend that I'm specifically looking at for Monkey Knife Fight. Again, guys, MKF, promo code SUBS, S-U-B-S, SUBS, SUBS, SUBS. <laughs> Go ahead and get you that 100% deposit match up to $100. These are the two games that I'm specifically looking at for more or less. I'm looking at the Ravens versus the Giants, the yardage and fantasy points. I'm looking at both. I'm looking at the Ravens and Giants fantasy points and regular more or less yardage. The second game I'm looking at, y'all ready for this one? Vikings, Dolphins. Now I'm looking at this game because Kurt Cousins and Justin Jefferson I feel like are great more or less options. Why do I think they're great more or less options? The Dolphins are 26th in the league versus the pass and 29th in the league in fantasy points per games against quarterbacks and 29th against wide receivers. Yep. I think that is a fantastic game. The Dolphins have been reeling. Kirk Cousins, on whatever reason, as long as it's not a Sunday night or Monday night game or a Thursday night game, Kirk Cousins at 1 o'clock in the afternoon can sling it. I man was 16 for 16 and the other day. Justin Jefferson. Well, we all know Justin Jefferson. Yeah. Those two games I am really, really looking at. Um, with the Giants being so bad overall defensively, they're 25th and 28th against the run. They have some running back more or less options there. They also have ones for Lamar because he does run so much. I'm really looking at that yardage. So those two games are my monkey knife fight games of the week for my more or less and for the fantasy picks. Um, Again, promo code subs. Guys, take advantage of them. They are hooking us up. We're hooking you up. Promo code subs. That's a 100% deposit match up to $100. And I went ahead and did the Bears and the Commanders. (laughs) <laughs> Why would you say it like that? So I was, I was just asking you to say I hate the name. <laughs> so bad. Why? What was the original bad. name that got pitched and leaked that everybody freaked out that they didn't like, and then they ended up on the Commanders? What was the original name though? It was I like didn't, I didn't like the Red Generals. At it, was that what it was? It was Red it was General Red or Generals, something? Red oh. Wolves, Red Hawks. I was like, bro, this is. It was all bad. These bad. are these are very uh, out of the box. Live and die by the Redskins. Hey, bro, it has a it has a traditional story, yeah. bro. Like when I you. Took, I took the more or less on the first half of that game because Justin Fields, they don't have a passing game, so the numbers look right for it. And then Wentz, he could show up one day, throw for three, 375, and then 
The next week he throws for 125. So I felt like that was a good slate as well as their fantasy points. Mm-hmm. Um, David Montgomery is back. Curtis Samuels, Devin Mooney. Like I feel like it was going to be good fantasy odds there. So it's not it's not like they're going to score astronomical points. So more or less was a good option for that game as well. The bottom of the barrel. All right, guys. NCAAs. We're getting into my favorite time of year because you have football going. You have playoff baseball going. You have everything going, right? It's October. This but is when what all the sports really go. kicks off is the NBA season. We are about to transition to some NBA talk real quick. I'm depressed. The season hasn't started yet, and the true Knicks fan comes out. All right. First off of the NBA, <laughs> I want to say this for our local area. Have y'all seen the schedule and the promotional nights for the Lakeland Magic? Yeah, I like those guys. It is beer. Picking some games out. Oh, there wow. are some awesome promotions. Oh, just want to throw so that out many. there. I want that Top Gun t-shirt so bad. So bad. I want the scarf. Did you see nah, the, the scarf? scarf? I like the flag. I will pull that off mm. in the fall. <laughs> now. Mello sprained his ankle. Not looking good for Charlotte. That's nope. a terrible way to start the season. I think that's bad for the league because Mello is so good. I, he's exciting. He's one of those young, exciting players that everybody loves to watch. I think it's bad for the league. Hopefully, Mello comes back good. Um, now, the big topic in the NBA right now, though, however, and it's impossible to miss, Draymond Green. He's taking time away. I'm going to be honest, I laughed hysterically. This is, to me, I did, to me, this is good for the Warriors. Oh, yeah? I see it that way, too. This is good. Here's why. Jonathan Kaminga comes in now. He's more, he is, he is most likely going to start. Now you have an athletic upgrade, a speed upgrade, a youth upgrade, a scoring upgrade. The Warriors took out are taking out Draymond Green, who yes, defensively he's really good. Yes, he's a leader. I get it. I get it. He can't do the things Kaminga can do. Steph is a leader. They don't have to worry about it. Kaminga bouncing too. That's Clay is a leader. Wiggins is a leader. Clay might not even. He's not starting. I think, look, the look at this either. though. Seth, Poole, Kaminga, Wiggins, Wiseman. Bro, that's a five of ridiculousness right there. Yep, yep, yep. So, I actually think this is a good thing. Now, I will say this. He must not punch very hard because Jordan Poole's kind of like just blowing us off. Um, <laughs> nah, that's that, that's that big brother, little brother. Shit, now, I have this know. thing too. Now, all right. So, it really seems like the more you're starting to hear of the leaks of it, because all you've seen so far, the video-wise, is the punch itself. Yeah. You don't see what leads up to it. You know what I think, at least from how it sounds, just kind of taking sound from like what even what Draymond said and like what's being said, what it sounds like is Jordan Poole was giving it to him and it was probably lighting him up and scoring and, and going at him. And then Draymond got hurt. You know, I'm the leader. I'm the vet. I'm this. I'm this. And Jordan Poole, because he was probably doing really well, was talking smack to him. Draymond couldn't handle it, and then Draymond threw a punch because yeah. he literally got in his That's, feelings. Bro, it's big brother, little brother. So that it's is Michigan, Michigan State. They, that they is go what all it sounds like. Doing that. Now, it's, it's good for the Warriors. I think this. I know Steve Kerr has come out and said they haven't been able to concentrate since then. They've, you know, they're not preparing the same way all of a sudden. I feel like this is a good thing for the Warriors overall. I also feel, though, here comes the selfishness. This is good for Orlando. Now, how in the hell did I get to that? This is good for a lot of teams because I'm pretty sure they're on the same page you are on. 
Jordan Poole is rumored to be interested in coming to Orlando. Now, I don't know what the connection is. I don't know who he's, who's I don't know if it's like the Franz thing. I don't know if it's who his boy is. But the rumor is, and the leading odds for next year for Jordan Poole is to be leaving Golden State. He's in his contract year. And Golden State doesn't have the most money in the world. But guess who does have money? Orlando. There's rumors that next offseason, the number one target for Jordan Poole, which I'm all in on, is Orlando. And I am here for it. So, Draymond, you keep punching him in the head. Every day. Let my boy come. Let my boy selfishly come here. Yep, I'm here for it. Um, I think it's a good thing. I think think this is going to end up. I think this is going to end up being really good for the Warriors. I also think we're also about to see Draymond's true colors come out. You'll see the Warriors start taking off, and Draymond's like, oh, well, I want to come back now. I'm all better. I'm out Draymond, of my feelings. But see, I've watched Draymond since Michigan State. He's been the same person. Mm-hmm. I'm not like a huge they, Draymond guy. They, they've always, he's literally always had arguments and fights. He's funny. He, I like listening to him talk, and I think it's funny when he gets in his feelings like he does. But as far as on-the-court talent, people say he's a Hall of Fame talent. You've got to be kidding me. He's just not. I don't, I don't Is know. Is he a Hall of Fame ca- talent because of the championships or because he's Actually, that good. If Draymond Green played on any other NBA team that doesn't have a title in the past 15 years, would you look at Draymond Green like he's something special? Don't look at him like that, no. That's my point. Would, yeah, would like... he be this generation's Charles Barkley? No, Charles Barkley could score. He would be this version of, like, Dennis Rodman, or he would be Ben Wallace. But Rodman got rings. So does so does so does. Ro- but if he didn't, you said if he didn't have rings. Wallace was nasty. No, I'm just saying that's what he is. A, but to me, if you can't score and you can't do anything, like what was his career point? We we did this one time in his career numbers. It was like seven points a game, yeah, was, seven or eight. Re- it was like it was, seven or eight rebounds a game, and it was like seven or eight assists a game. I mean, don't get me wrong, it was like seven, seven to seven or something like that. Lucky I don't remember off the top of my head. <laughs> um, if any, either one of you two want to Google that real quick, I just don't remember. Um. But anyways, uh, I just don't see that as being Hall of Fame numbers. So what? He's got some rings. Cool. Ron Harper's got a ton of rings. You don't see him in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, um, I do like the fact that every team put the the six on their jersey for um, oh god, Bill Russell. Yeah, I drew a blank fast. <laughs> now, with that being said, we're talking MVPs and Hall of Famers or whatnot. I want to go with this. Who do we think? I feel like comeback player of the year, we know who it's going to be. It's going to be Zion. I feel like it's almost unarguable. If Zion's healthy, Zion does his thing. Zion. It's Zion. Rookie of the year to me is Paulo, and then everybody else. So far, mm-hmm. his, he's averaging 8.7 points, 6.9 rebounds, and 5.4 assists. And those are Hall of Fame numbers to anybody who wants to try to argue this. That's insane to me. Yeah, his highest. I have a question, was, though, uh, for a breakout star this year, guys. Mm. I put two names down that I think I think they're known because we know who they are, but some of say the casual fan across the country might not know who they are or know a lot about them. I think we're in line for two breakout stars this year. And one of them is because of Draymond. I think Jonathan Kaminga announces his presence to the league. The other one I have, here we go, Homer. Franz. Okay. Oh, I, I didn't think you were gonna go with Franz. I, I, I was torn. I was gonna go Cole because I do think he's gonna make that third-year jump. But Franz 
is showing even this off season when he was doing like the 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 overseas basketball tournaments and stuff like that. He was going against NBA talent and was dominating. I think Franz and Kaminga both have breakout years. No, you're not. I think Cole does too, but. I think Franz and Kaminga both announced their presence in the NBA this year and go, hey, we should have been more respected. See, for my burst in the stardom, I had Cole okay. as coming into that third year. I feel like this is going to be mm-hmm. his year where he finally breaks that slump. He seems to be um, shooting that three ball pretty guard, good. Not score, not averaging over 20 points mm-hmm. with um, the Magic. I the Magic like haven't had a point guard score more than 20 points in a game since Penny Hardaway left. Yeah, mm. I feel like he's going to break that slump. Mm. Jameer Nelson... Got to nineteen point six or something like that one year, and that's it. And that was a good year for him, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got Trey Jones. Trey Jones okay. is coming in for um, Dejounte Murray after he got traded. So I feel like he has a big shoes to fill. But with that being said, that entire lineup except for Keldon Johnson, I believe his name is, they haven't been starting for the Spurs at all. So that mm-hmm. Keldon Johnson is their only returning starter. From them for, the, eh, for them from last year. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this will be Trey's good year to actually go up and start averaging 20 points a game. He's already doing pretty decent. He averages 18, 7, and 7 coming off the bench. So that's not bad at all. But this will be a year where he can at least average, you know, 20 and like 9 um, and just work around that talent that he has to work with, being that that team is very young. Okay. <sighs> I wish the Knicks were having a breakout star this year. RJ Barrett! Yeah, that's the only only love is that they're gonna get from me is R.J. Barrett. Okay. Half of, half of the half of the whole fan base wants everybody to get rid of Randall. With um, y'all should. Cost, I, I don't know why he really is. Yeah, I mean that makes sense, right? It does. Yeah. We have Obi Toppin. Y'all were gonna trade Obi for for something else for Jalen, and we still have Obi. Y'all was going. Y'all should have went and got Donovan. Y'all could have gave exactly. Him. Got Donovan, Bro, you know you know what was the the issue with that. They said there was, uh, they didn't want to give up. Oh, who the hell was it? Cam Reddish or Cam? Some, they didn't want to give up. The Knicks didn't. The Knicks <laughs> didn't want to give up him, and I think quickly. That sounds that, like a very Knicks thing to do. That was that was the only reason we didn't get Donovan, and it was it's really bad. I have a question about MVP. Ooh. Real quick before we get to the our picks for the East and the West. Me. The MVP. I feel like <laughs> I feel like there's three obvious and and Joker obviously with the backpack, Giannis and Luca. Mm-hmm. I wanted to come up with some other ones, but all I could really come up with that I kept thinking of, and obviously I wanted to be a homer, but I couldn't at all. It was Joel. It was Joel, and Cat. Oh, okay. I've got neither one of those. Like, all right, who would you think could be an outside shot for him? Because I feel like I feel like there's a tier to this. I feel like it is it's Joker. It's uh, Giannis. And Luca, and I feel like that's like tier one, mm-hmm. and it's like tier one, and then tier I two's think. like three or four steps down, and that's to me where like Cat and Joel come in. Who who did you pick? I feel like this is the year that James Harden finally puts a team. Whoa! That's what I'm talking about. I feel like this is, I'm talking this is about. the year that he comes into the true player that he should be, and we all know from Arizona State, I believe. Yeah, it was. yeah, Arizona yeah. State. I feel like what are you talking is, about? He was a stud, though, for the Rockets for years. It's just he was I, out of I, shape the past two years. Yeah, I understand that. But where I'm getting into is, like, he, has he wasn't that much of a team player <laughs> no, in Houston no, at that's all. True. That's very true. He has a team now, yeah. being that him and Joel, and if Joel stays healthy, it'll prove my point even more. 
So I feel like this is their year. And they went and got to some, lead some, that some pack. bench pickup. And he done dropped that weight too. So he can get, when that step back come this year. Oh my God! Fantasy basketball mention. <laughs> I got that stack between uh, Harden and Joel. By the way, See, thanks I guys. I got that Booker and Aiden stack this year. Mm-hmm. Well, LeBron's in year twenty, and uh, he's on my roster. You know? Yeah, um, <laughs> jumping out of jumping out of swimming pools and stuff. Okay, so I'll, I'll give you that. Like that good what you feel about LeBron? Like, you, it, it, you never know. Yourself. You never know which LeBron you get, bro. LeBron, talent-wise, to me, like I'm scared, is very special. I mean, it's just insane. It's, it really is a special to watch the talent. Yes, it's like watching Harlan play soccer. Watching him <laughs> complain. About every call in every game makes it almost impossible to watch, though. Does that make any sense? That's true. Talent-wise, he is so good, you have to have eyes on him. If you look past the talent, though, and watch him complain every time the ball's stolen, every time it's a block shot, Every time hands go up. Every every time he he every time that someone blows past him, every time that he doesn't get a call in the lane, every time he travels three and four steps and doesn't get the call pulled on him, like that's rust. That's that's rust. And he complains so (laughs) much, and it makes it hard to watch. I feel like they're still gonna try to trade him. Now, with that being said, let's make some picks, guys. We did this last year. I was not close last year, and I will not be close this year. However, damn it, I'm going to get it right this year. Not me. Now, let's start with the West. Okay. With the West, this is where I went. One seed, Denver. Mm. That defense is legit. And you got some... some, some Number two. Who is back? Number two, Warriors. Mm-hmm. I, I think the Warriors could be the one seed if they wanted to. But they know what they know what time it is. They know yeah. that they need to play it's their best ball. Because the distraction late. is right here. Yeah. This, is, this is what they're not worried about. Later on in the year. Three seed Suns. Now here's where I I broke right here. This is where I kind of went off a little bit from what I think a lot of people are thinking. Ready? Four seed Wolves. Five seed Mavs. Six seed Clippers. Seven seed Grizzlies. Eight Pelicans. Nine. Kings. Ten, I was split between the Lakers and Blazers, and I'm still struggling with it. <laughs> if the Blazers stay healthy, the Blazers, not the Lakers, make the playoffs. If the Blazers cannot keep Dame on the court, the Lakers make the playoffs. I just do not think the Lakers are very See, good. Like you on the bottom tiers, I got a lot confuzzled, so I didn't even make a number list for my bottom five. <laughs> it was kind of really hard for me because I was mm. trying to go back and forth with it, but I was like, bro, I can't come up with nothing. That's because you can see all my West. scratching out. Look at yeah, all my scratching out. Like, man, it's really hard for the West. Um, but my top five, five in the West, mm-hmm. I got the Clippers first. Mm-hmm. I like Dallas, mm-hmm. Memphis, mm-hmm. Phoenix, mm-hmm. Golden State. And then for my back five. No Denver, they're the number one seed back-to-back years. No Denver from you? And they get Jamal I'm, Murray this year. I understand. Back to back with B? I don't think Bill Best defense in the league three years straight? Michael Porter? Yeah, All right, I feel no, like it's no. coming down, man. Michael Porter getting every, his back blown out every year, bro. God, I might have. Everybody has their bad times. All right. I feel like we're going to come downhill. I got them right at six. Okay. Then after that, I go Portland, Pelicans, Sacramento, OKC. 
Okay, see, really? Look yeah. at you coming in real hot. All right, what you like think? I get some in last minute. Just, okay. Hey, come, how you come, doing? Comes back healthy. <laughs> I could see that though. All right, what you got in the West, Curtis? <sighs> number one, I gotta go. Gotta go Denver. Number one. Okay. Uh, number two, I'm gonna go Memphis just because I'm a huge. I'm. I, I believe in Memphis. Mm-hmm. I like. Memphis. I believe in John. I love John. I, I love. Great. I love I Memphis, man. And then. Number three, I gotta go Warriors. I can't, I can't overlook that they just won the championship like that and not put them in the top three. They are so deep. It it just God makes almighty. no sense, bro. Um, I'm gonna go the Mavs mm-hmm. at four. I just, I, I like Luca. Luca's mm-hmm. pretty cool. <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me go ahead and get Minnesota after that. Mm-hmm. I just, I just feel like they got twin towers down there, and it's gonna be kind of hard to. That's to another. Deal with that's that a later loaded on. started five. That like starting five is ridiculous. Anthony, Anthony Edwards out there. You got you got D. Russ. He's still gonna have ice in his veins. Then you got Twin Towers out out front. It's a little wild. Um. After this, it just kind of falls apart. I got I got the Clippers. Just if they stay healthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, healthy Clippers can go. Healthy Clippers can be wild. Uh, what we at six? I got the Pelicans. See, I think Pelicans was on coming back and they're healthy. If they're healthy, that team's a four seed. If they're not healthy a little bit, and that I team's like, like an eight or nine seed. I feel like seed. that's what's going to happen is they might have Because CJ, uh, Valanchunas, Zion. Um, Josh Hart yeah, and Brandon Ingram. Yeah, those, those that's, so that, that lineup. I feel like once cool. the Clippers get to that healthy point that they need, I feel like the Clippers can hold it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Then uh, I'm going to go with Dame. I feel like Dame could... Could end it out at, at eight. At eight, you know, and everybody else after that, they just fall in. Oh, if I pick two teams for playing, I'll probably go. I'll probably go LeBron in them and in OKC. Okay. All right, the East, the East, <laughs> the Beast. What is the East? Dude, the East is stacked. All right, I went Sixers. Bucks. Oh my god! I was right there with you. <laughs> A little half I, I hate the Sixers, but whatever. The Sixers, Whoa. the Bucks, the Raptors, and here at four, five, and six is where I really, really, really struggled. I, I, I scribbled. You can see where I was scribbling here. I'm gonna go with Boston four, but not confidently. They went to the finals last year, but they got a lot of issues. You don't know what team you're gonna get. They got to, you know. Their coach doesn't know what he wants to do with life. Five, I went with Miami. Six, I went with the Hawks. Seven, I went with the Magic. Yes, Homer. Don't care what no one says. That roster is loaded. I don't care what no one says. They're so talent. Eight, Cleveland. Nine, Chicago. And I struggled with ten. But I put the Knicks. Knicks tape. There you go, the, bro. Hell, put, they ain't 10 on my list, too. We suck. I, y'all ain't on my list. I hate y'all. I, I struggled with that, though. I hate Boston. No offense to you. I hate Boston. Yeah. I really, really struggled with that because I feel like there are a couple teams in the East, like, say, Detroit, that could have something to say about the Knicks at 10. Oh, see. And see, I was very split. I was very split. Detroit, or do I want to or do I want to go with the Knicks? And But the thing is, I feel like if it gets close to the end of the year, and Detroit and some of these other teams that are close to the bottom or they're close to the play on, you know, they're on that line. We're going to see a tank because of Victor Wambayama. 
Like, I think that's what's going to happen. Because the first two overall picks this next year's draft are just something we've never seen before. We've never seen two guys that are this good at one and two, ever. That man's a freak. That man, Um, LeBron said he was an alien. He is an alien. I was like, a lot of of these guys that have been coming in the league are like unicorns, but this Mm. guy right here is an alien. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, who you got? So, for the East, I got Philly number one. Okay. Atlanta number two. Okay. Ooh, I like that. I got Boston number three. Mm-hmm. Milwaukee fourth. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn gets it together, comes fifth. Mm-hmm. Then I go. <sighs> the Heat, Charlotte, Cleveland, Toronto. Mm-hmm. And then I go Orlando. Okay. And the reason I put Orlando at 10. Because I got news, guys. Okay. <laughs> I'm coming back, Orlando. I miss you guys. You son of a fan. I'm officially a fan again. You're so weird. Let's go, Magic. You're so weird. <laughs> the Lakers have no place in my heart anymore. I'm sorry, Jenny. I love you guys, but... No, he doesn't. Jesus Christ. He it's, hates LeBron. It's so... I don't... I do hate LeBron. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I don't like him. I don't. It's just me personally. He's a great player. I respect him, but I don't like him. Hey, speaking of LeBron, has anybody watched the uh, docu series yet? The the Team USA one. No, I haven't got a chance. No, yes, I yet. kept forgetting it was on. I forgot it released this week, and I've missed it. I've like three times. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna watch it. Oh, I forgot it released. Damn it! All right, do it again. House of Dragons keeps dropping. I can't. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so far behind on stuff. I'm missing House of Dragons. I'm behind on. Cobra Kai. I'm behind on Lord of the Rings. I'm behind on uh, the Dream Team or Redeem Team. (laughs) And guys, if you do have time, that Magic Johnson um, docu that they did, Uh, uh, Winning Time, Uh, Winning Time is so so good, good, and got (laughs) renewed for a second and third season. Give that a watch, please. You know what else is Winning Time? The Magic making the playoffs, bitch. (laughs) All right, Curtis, what you got? Now that we're back, you know, I got number one. I got uh, the Bucks at number one. The Buccaneers? No, no. Not the, not the ones out of Tampa. The ones in Milwaukee. You know, Aaron Rodgers usually there. Tampa Tom doesn't run that team? Nah, nah. The guy that the guy that beat him this year does. Oh! He sips beer courtside. <laughs> he used to go with Danica Patrick. Wait, what? Right. Wait, what? Yeah. Who did? Aaron Rodgers. He said, who? Danica Patrick. Did he really? Car, yeah. The, the driver? Yeah. The car roll? Yeah. No way. Yeah, they used to go out. Did not know that. How, why do you guys not know this type of stuff? I don't care about the I'm surprised, lives. dude, because you know she can ride. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, number two. I got a Philly at number two. I got Boston at three. I really hate Boston with a passion, but I like Jason Tatum. So I'm going to let him slide at three. I got I got Atlanta at four. I got Brooklyn at five. Which is uh, I love Brooklyn off mine. I I don't know. I think if Brooklyn stays healthy they, like we discussed. If, man, I don't it. think Kevin Durant gets healthy. I don't think Kyrie's full heart's in it. I I don't like Brooklyn's I feel like roster. They, I feel like they realize they didn't have a choice over the past and, the offseason. And only having those two, Kyrie and Durant do not lead you to a title. You know why I know that? Durant's never led a team to a title. 
Steph was leader of that team. Draymond was leader of that team. Clay was leader of that team. Durant's not a leader. What about OKC? What did they win? I mean, they got. I mean, what, what Russ they, fucked that up. But but what did they win? The Western Conference. What did they win? The Western Conference. Is that what we try to? Is that what we play for? But you've we've seen KD go KD there. KD is not a leader. He's not going to lead you to a title. No way. I feel like I feel like he balls. Uh, then I got uh, what, what am I? At? I'm at six. Let me get let me get Charlotte. Hold That's, on, breaking news. Oh God. Kylian Mbappe, probably the best soccer player in the world currently, as of right now, has the relationship with PSG has broken apart, and he has let them know he is leaving in the January transfer window. Holy shit money is about to happen. Yep. Holy shit money is about to happen. Like, holy shit money is about to happen. <laughs> Kylian Mbappe, you're talking about a $250, $300 transfer, not including contract money. So in soccer, how this works, if you don't know, you have to pay a transfer fee. Mm-hmm. Then you have to play the contract. Just to talk to the dude, you're looking at $250, 300000000 $300 Easy. And then you have to pay his contract, which is going to be, oh, God, that contract. Because they pay this, like, a million and a half, two million a week is what it's going to probably equate to. Possibly. A million a week is crazy, bro. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, but you're probably looking at like two and a half, yeah, maybe that's, three. That's a wild. All that's right, a sorry. Wild. This that's no. huge breaking news. Sorry, guys. Simple fact that you brought up shows, though. Have you guys watched the uh, the the Ryan Reynolds show about his his soccer club? That oh, Wrexham. Yeah. Yeah, I keep forgetting that one too. I, I gotta keep catch up on that too. About that, and it looks so good. I'm all on Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is my soccer show, bro. Biscuits with balls. Every you know time. they're actually gonna put. Uh, him and the the new FIFA, bro. It's, it's I already got oh the Halloween god. costume. Oh my god. Oh yeah, I'm in there. You're in there. You like, look like his ass today. <laughs> <laughs> All right, keep going. All right, I got number seven. I got Charlotte. Eight. I got eight. I got Cleveland. And nine and ten are Orlando and the Knicks. Oh, Orlando in there, bro. Yeah, All but right. the Knicks. <laughs> Just because we're undefeated. Well, guys, we went a little long we? today. Yeah, but that's because, you know, we, we missed the folks last week. Man, you know, we, we was long to... stroking the day. Yeah. Now, <laughs> we got... Four. Anything we missed? Anything you want to catch up on? Um, no, not that. Now, you guys, tops and bottoms, come in next week. Guys, and... I want to tell you all this really quick. Thank you for uh, hooking us up like y'all have. Uh... Numbers that look good with Anchor, Spotify, uh, Samsung Podcast, all, whatever platform you're listening on. It looks really good. Thanks, guys. Um, I'm out. I'm done. I got nothing for us. We love it here. We Peace. done? We done? Everybody done? Guys, monkeyknifefight.com. Download the app, monkeyknifefight. MKF, promo code subs. S-U-B-S. Sub, sub, subs. We are out.